to the uncomfortable truth. On March 3rd, I will turn, or depending upon when you're listening to this, have turned 76. Do you notice that you turn ages, especially as you get older? You don't hit something, you don't become something, you turn, like you have to take some new direction. So 76 on March 3rd, 2022. I'll be spending it holding my annual Hall of Fame meeting at the Palace in New York for three days with dinners and a Broadway play for my participants. And then a huge party on March 5th at the Rainbow Room in Rockefeller Center. I did one at 70. I couldn't do it at 75 because of COVID. So it's a combined 75-76. I remember when I was much younger, whether people had sex after 40. I wondered if I had enough building in my retirement accounts. I was concerned about physical limitation, not being able to travel or get around. Well, I work out three times a week. I have almost four million air miles. I'm making plans to go to Australia for my 19th visit in the fall, their spring, and London for maybe my thousandth time. I'm on top of my game. I wrote three score and more, the book, several years ago about the fallacy of retirement and the idiocy of surrendering power or letting people take power from you just because you gain another year or so. The IRA, the Reagan era IRA legislation, the transgenerational transfer of wealth taking place right now is the largest in history. Trillions of dollars, I kid you not, that's not an exaggeration. Trillions of dollars changing from the boomers to their offspring and beyond, to charities and grandchildren and trusts and everything else. My advice to you fellow boomers out there is hold on to it for as long as you can. You know, Dr. Dre is fine. Lady Gaga, I think, is excellent. But in 50 years, there'll be minor footnotes while people still listen to Sinatra. The Matrix will have faded into a trivia test while people still watch Casablanca. I don't think that's a question of the good old days. It's a question of value. It's a question of class. And the great art and the great symphonies will still be from those commissioned from the 15th to the 18th centuries. Some things are eternal. And even our insistence today that everyone can name their own quality, everyone can name their own beauty and their own art, is superseded by the fact that some people can identify with a single metric for some of these things that are beautiful and that are great. In the 60s, I was in high school and college. I experienced the Cuban Missile Crisis, Woodstock, the Beatles, the inner cities burning, the assassinations of John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, Martin Luther King, the Cold War, and a man on the moon. I've flown on the Concorde. I've worked in Mindanao, which if you don't know is one of the southernmost islands of the Philippines, during a communist insurgency. I've been in Bogota, Colombia, with soldiers lining the streets with submachine guns. I've been offered an armored Mercedes to appear in Medellin. It's supposed to be rocket-proof. I never tested it. I've had a submachine gun thrust into the window of our car in Buenos Aires. I've been on planes that have been struck by lightning five times. I have perspective. I knew we'd learn to live with COVID and be successful with both preventive, vaccine, and contingent pills measures. The stalled government 
and selfish politicians don't surprise me. They're actually not the worst we've ever had, although they're far from the best today. This country was created by geniuses, say what you will. And it's a system they created that apparently can be run by idiots. The entire woke movement has, I think, thankfully reached its zenith and is declining because this is a centrist country and we don't believe someone is guilty by dint of their race or ethnicity and we're not going to go around apologizing for existing. We know that trying to scrub the past doesn't change the present and won't help the future. We should learn from it, but not simply engage in symbolism. Taking Abraham Lincoln's name off a school building is ignorant. Not doing anything about the education going on within that building is criminal. I am the American dream and I don't think it's dying. I do think that there are too many looking for a shortcut to working to achieve it. Everyone deserves an equal starting point and a level playing field, but no one deserves an automatic first place finish. Talent will out. Hard work will out. Character is what counts. The British royals have scandals galore. Doesn't matter if you remember the monarchy. Business tycoons and Hollywood stars paid bribes to get their slothful kids into college. Doesn't matter if you're famous. Celebrity is ephemeral and has the heft of gossamer. We need to seek and maintain control of what we can control. And we need a plan B for what we can't control. Age is largely irrelevant compared to resiliency and intellect and discipline. We all experience pain, it's inevitable, but suffering is voluntary. I don't know how many years I have left. I'm Catholic, but far from clear on what happens after I go. But I do know I've made a difference. We have no right to consume wealth without creating wealth. We have no right to consume happiness without creating happiness. We need to give ourselves permission to be happy, permission to succeed, permission to be generous. An abundance mentality creates wealth a scarcity mentality tries to conserve wealth. You cannot cure poverty by creating more of it. So I'm looking forward to another great year. I don't want to be Chicken Little. I want to be Paul Revere. <laughs>